Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. This one covering House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 8, titled Lord of the Tides. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Rob Alessiani. Yo. David Danella. Hi. And Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Hello. I'm a second Hello. son, and I'm mad. <laughs> and I have things to say about it. Yes, uh, as we start each episode, uh, lighting the beacons, sending the ravens, begging and pleading people to send us some emails, let us know that they are out there, that they are listening to the words that we say each week on this podcast. And other than Tia, no one had (laughs) until this week. Until this week, we have two fresh reviews, and I shall read them. Uh, perfect pod for House of the Dragon. ZG from Jax, Florida. Maybe that's Jacksonville. And he has in parentheses, unfortunately. So the title of the pod of the uh, review, perfect pod for House of the Dragon. The review itself says, glad to have David, Mike, and Rob back together. I miss Whitney. <laughs> Fuck you, Marsley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, suck it, Jacksonville. <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be fair, I mean, he says here, I miss Whitney. So this is a, a longtime listener. Uh, and Marcely is a, as far as the pods go, Game of Thrones was a very it's late new. addition. Yeah. yeah. It was a very late addition to things. So thank you. A ZG. wonderful addition. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Glad somebody appreciates me. Jacksonville, Florida. You were in the running for our Game of Thrones. Shout Cast out, of the Dragon Shout out. Related prize, which we'll announce on the final episode of the season. And our second review, I gotta say, I hesitate to read it for <laughs> the trouble it will cause. Uh, and that is, oh no, the title is "Don't Put Me in the Raffle," uh, <laughs> and it's from. This is this is a good review, but okay. it's "Don't Put Me in the Raffle" from Tropical Needs, named Tropical Needs. This is the funniest. Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon podcast out there. Uh, Thank you for not having the dreaded nerd voice that so many podcasts (laughs) seem to struggle with. You guys... (laughs) um, You guys and the game... (laughs) You guys and Game of Owns are the only ones worth listening to. David, you're my fave. Oh, wow. wow. I love it. When you guys argue, uh, keep it up, exclamation point. When the season ends, you should start covering another show. I don't know what, but I would listen, exclamation hey, point. Hey, yo. What was that? What was their name? Tropical, oh, yeah. uh, Tropical Needs. <laughs> Tropical it was, needs. Their, name was, their name was Navid Nanella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, From somewhere far away. <laughs> This isn't a visual podcast, but if it was, you would be able to see David's head expanding into my Zoom window. Uh, yeah, uh, but they love when we argue. In two different time zones right now. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so thank you, Tropical Needs. You are in the running. Unfortunately, uh, even due to that special shout out to David, you are still yeah. in the running. <laughs> they, for they said, the <laughs> like the way, don't, we, don't put me in the raffle because it's my apartment. <laughs> 
we are not respecting their wishes here. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, you're you like, uh, listen, And even if you're not in the raffle, I'm just going to send you $25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of spite, you are now in the raffle. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I want to hear some first. Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, you better stop that nerd voice from coming through. Yeah. Stop it now, Mike. Choke it down. Yeah. This isn't this isn't a visual podcast, but Mike just took the biggest bong rip you've ever seen. <laughs> you guys ready to go? <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I want to hear some first impressions. I want to keep these to thirty seconds. Rob, what do you got? This was the this was the best acted episode of the season and it's not close right david uh well acted episode like vintage game of thrones undone by the last moment mm. Mm. marcely uh viserys looks gross <laughs> and um uh the calm before this storm i'll say that much I think yeah. next episode will be a, a crazy one. A big, 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 big episode. Yeah, this was my favorite episode of the season so far, and one of my favorite episodes in the Game of Thrones universe. Um, I had to, I don't usually do this, even though, you know, we're generally film loving people and production and whatnot. Um, I don't usually find out who the, you know, who directed each episode, who wrote each episode, but this episode made me look those things up and give shout outs on Twitter as to how good of a job this, this, uh, was done. Uh, and this director, um, Gita Patel, I think it was, um, needs to get more episodes. Absolutely needs to get more episodes. 100%. This is the only 100%. one this season needs to get more. So I yeah. mentioned this pre podcast. I wish it was a section. I mean, it was unofficially a section that we've had each episode, but it wasn't framed that way. It was just David talking shit about the time jumps. Uh, so let's call this section. What did I miss? <laughs> I, I first of all, I take time travel sucks with David the <laughs> Extraordinary, <laughs> extraordinary exception to it just being me talking shit. I was critiqued. <laughs> you <laughs> the valid you spearheaded all of it. You spearheaded all of it, and then you, you made very good points. Yeah, I think we're all we're on the same page. David's a yeah. real piece of shit. We hate him. We don't want him on a podcast. His only fan is in Jacksonville. Yeah. Even Nanella. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'll actually start with you, David, um, because I had problems with this this time jump. There were a lot of things that I wanted to see. So I'm curious, what first of all, what did what what would we want to have seen? What did we miss? One of the things we missed was all those kids. David, yeah. Where you so. Okay, so what we have, what is it? Two and a two and a half kids uh, that are new to the new to the story. Kids, um, and um, you know, obviously, day. we would love to, you know, know a little bit more about that. I mean, even just like little stuff, like oh, like sudden, like you know, Rhaenyra's kids are now coming out with white hair. Um, do we, you know, do we want to talk about that at all? Or what were people's reactions to that? I think the other big ones are that, um, uh, uh, Corliss, um, has now been lost at sea for four years. Um, yeah. you know, fighting, doing some kind of war excursion, sortie of some kind. Um, you know, what is the deal with that? Um, What's also if we're talking about, if we're talking about kids, um, Aegon Targaryen has married his little sister. Yeah. Um, 
And she's not happy about it. And she's not happy about it. And like, what is, I mean, there's also obviously something going on with his little sister. And they've got kids um, of their own too. Yeah. Yeah. And they have kids. So like, you know, again, what was that? How did Allison feel about that? Um, I think, you know, all of that is um, worthy of inclusion. Uh, Damon, or not Damon, I'm sorry. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Amanda. If you, God, if you just move the D at the end of his name to the front of it, it's Damon. Um, yeah, every like, second son, just if you're a second son, yeah. your name rhymes with Damon. Yeah, <laughs> you, you are a Damon person. Um, has turned into a badass. He's been, I guess, been training with Kristen Cole for the last six years and is like, you know, a weird, tough bastard. Um, all and of those actor, are things. By the way, yeah. I'm sorry, David, uh, is. Uh, played Osforth, uh, also known as Baby Monk, on The Last Kingdom. Because uh, I was looking at him, I was trying to figure out where I know him from. Uh, mm-hmm. And he is in the, the Last Kingdom, and he's fantastic in that too. Mm-hmm. Different oh. character. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So check out Last Last Kingdom. I got yeah, good check show. Um, Bye, David. So th- those are the things that immediately uh, come to my mind. I'm I'm wondering. I'm trying to think if there's uh anything else but those are certainly the the at the top of my list i would have wanted to have seen how they got the power like we we saw uh, i'm speaking about the high towers um Mm -hmm. i mean we i guess we know how it happened he got really ill and then it was just he was drugged up all the time and it was probably signing different things um but i want to i would want to see some of that um and how gradually or how fast that transition took place and what that um, point of no return was for him. Although he did yeah. kind of return. And I mean, this is also a show that kind of lives in its negative spaces to some extent, right? Like there's the ambiguity about did Damon even call uh, that baby King for a day? You know, we didn't see that. I, I can't remember what the other thing we didn't see was, but there was some other big thing that we didn't that see. Egg? Oh, Tim stealing the dragon egg. Right. Um, and so, you know, there might, you know, I can understand that there's this kind almost that there is this artistic choice that is, hey, Rhaenyra was not living in King's Landing. She was not there helping with her father. So we don't know if the High Towers are manipulating Viserys by feeding him milk of the poppy. I don't think it's a fair uh, assumption for us to say that because Viserys had one lucid day without being on painkillers that, you know, the painkillers weren't necessary 99% of the other time. Um, we just, we don't have that answer. I think that the show could have probably done something, you know, there, there might've been a middle ground there where we um, are living in that ambiguity more. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, how, how did they take power? Was it just a matter of they were there? The series was, yeah. Ailing. I mean, that's what that's what we're meant to assume, and I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I think these are the kind of things where you know it, it'd be nice to see them a little bit because you know on in this episode, I was questioning, and maybe I mean you know I think I am meant to question. But I was like, you know, are they are they keeping this guy her? You know, are they keeping this guy adult, um, so that he he can't influence things. 
I think the meds, for the most part, were definitely necessary. Um, we we saw that in his last day how much pain he was actually in. He was just pushing through that pain um, to do the things that he was able, the little that he was able to do, which for him was a lot, uh, walking up those stairs and whatnot, which get some bumpers on the side. I thought for sure he was just going to topple over and die. Oh my God, the whole time. Yeah. Um, and when she grabbed him at the end of that and and like helped him, I was like, no, she's gonna she's gonna push him. She's gonna push him. <laughs> he would have been like the least Game of Thrones move ever. Like just how do we kill him? I just push him onto the big sword pile over here. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> like, Yeah, I I agree. I really wanted to see um I kind of wanted to see his like his his the day that it was kind of like, yeah, you're kind of done with the day-to-day part of this. Um, I didn't necessarily think that they, my instinct, I, I agree that it, I don't, I don't know that they kind of tipped the scales to, I think they were happy that he started to need more and more of this like kind of mind-numbing yeah. stuff, but I don't necessarily know that I think they thought that they kind of had him pretty well in hand, like without that. Uh, I really wanted to see the day that was like, you know, because they kind of alluded to it last week. He called her the wrong name. Mm -hmm. Um, There was probably a day where it was like, oh, we just sent a dragon to, uh, you know, the the, the crossing with the phrase because you said something wrong and we had to do Mm -hmm. it. And it was like, oh, no, he really messed that up. Yeah. Um, So like. And that kind of had to be the, you know, the last like, okay, okay, grandpa, we're gonna we're gonna get you home. Yeah. Um, you Sign know, this. so that 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 was one of the big ones. Um, I also, I I just we like Masseria, like she just kind of showed oh, yeah. up again, and I was like, oh yeah, you're still a person. I think we could have seen a little bit more. Um, even not even like in the in the time gap, just like in the last what three episodes, yeah, just like something to remind me that she's still a player like it like it seemed like her role was just totally flipped over to larry's strong yeah who's somebody we also haven't really seen in the last a little bit yeah for sure so i think and she like came up too she has a really nice house yeah i don't know it's less about it's less of i'm i have less beef with like the time jump and more like we are sticking with like the same players a lot more than we did in game of thrones and it's a benefit and a and you know it's there's pros and cons to that we're i feel like we know these characters we also we're used to the universe so we didn't have to also learn the universe on top of learning a bunch of characters in the universe the universe is like known to people who saw the previous show so they can just kind of like chill with these characters and, and and really sit in them um but yeah i could have seen a little bit more a little bit more time with some other players, not just like the main, you know, the main, everybody feels like a main player now. Like there's no, like the side players are, are getting a little bit of a short trip. I I suspect not for much longer, especially now that like, you know, I mean, if you, I don't know, spoilers or not there, but it it was, it was revealed in the trailer for the next episode. Like if there was any, uh, if there was any, um thought that maybe he's got another half episode in him he does not uh the king is dead um so we're we're starting immediately i i believe it was also said that like that was the last jump like uh, like i know we keep saying that but that was the last like jump 
uh, in time. From here on out, it's all like 24. Series. And they're yeah, going to have a little clock just, at yeah, the bottom. Exactly. It's a real time, yeah. it's a real time show. <laughs> they just have a sundial in the corner that just <laughs> yeah. moves. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't have too much. I, I haven't had too much of beef with it, but there's just a few little things that I would have liked to um, see. <sighs> Please just make a comic book, make a digital comic book that like fills in some Fill gaps. In. Like it's, I'd, 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 I'd absorb that content. I'm not paying for it though. Don't, don't bullshit <laughs> me on that. One small uh, extra point about the uh, uh, the milk of the poppy, uh, and I think Allison was definitely using it for the pain, but um, Otto was using it for the power, the pleasure, the, the, the power and the pleasure. <laughs> Just oh, giving a milk no. of the poppers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Marcelli, was there anything on your mind? Um, in terms of things that I wish that we saw this episode, um, I think, or in, in between the time jumps, I think the only thing that hasn't been mentioned, um, specifically is just like people's response to, uh, Rhaenyra and Damon's wedding or yeah. marriage. And, um, especially the Valerians, because like mm -hmm. the rumor has gone around that they were the ones responsible for, um, for Lenor being killed and like, we just have a time jump. So we don't know, you know, I, I would assume that Corliss was extremely pissed off. And I don't know if that had anything to do with him just going out to, to just fight people um, and just like going out to battle. Um, yeah. And I, I would just, I just wished we would have been able to see um, how that conversation within the family might've gone um, yeah. when they found out the information and, you know, if anybody doubted that it could have been true or whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's really the only thing. And I mean, I haven't had a huge, huge issue with the time jumps up until like, I think a couple episodes ago when David mentioned a few things and I was like, you know what, that's, I, I that, that kind of does suck that we're not seeing a lot of, uh, key moments that we're just kind of like seeing the re re results of, but, um, yeah, my, my mind has been tainted by David's opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you and, uh, you and tropical surprise. Yeah. <laughs> tropical needs. <laughs> Tropical needs. <laughs> Tropical yeah. surprise. Tropical yeah. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new flavor. Um, new flavor of reviewer just came out. Um, it's, like, yeah. it's 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 a Mountain Dew you can only get at uh, at Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, to Marcelli's point, I agree uh, with that. I think though that there was a little bit in here that they filled in some of those gaps where you can draw some uh, attach some strings on your wall. Uh, to different things. Uh, and that was Bela is the ward of Renice. Uh, so that probably came about through that, like, look, it was <laughs> trust it. It wasn't, it wasn't here. Take their daughter, because that's the daughter of Rhaenyra and Lenor, right? No. Damon. And Damon. Lena and Damon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here's another little quick peek behind the curtain of this of this podcast so as we all know david was not here last week uh so he did what i wouldn't have guessed he does and that's listen to this podcast oh uh, my God. <laughs> and then he proceeded to text us listening to you idiots try to figure out <laughs> what relatives are <laughs> <laughs> listening to you insane. idiots try to describe what a cousin is is what he said insane, <laughs> wait so Damon and Viserys are brothers, so 
So then their oh, kids are. Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In our I defense, can't... there's a lot of names that sound the same. Yeah. And every a week, lot of people. Every week there's more kids. There's now and and they run out of, like we've run out of ways to make names weird and sound the same. So let's just start reusing some names now. So now there's another Aegon, there's another Viserys. I mean, it, I mean guys, it's 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 very literally a plot point at the end of this episode. So like, like yeah. well, the, the I confusion mean, and, about and, names and, and 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 Robert, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> well, we're talking about it now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Viser- this issue, is yeah. clearly a a Viserys driven episode. This there's already talk about, um, and it's from the fans of the show. It's not like there's em- <laughs> yeah. Emmys are releasing a post that like, Hey, watch this episode. Uh, but Emmy talk for, for Patty Considine, I think is, mm-hmm. is the name. Constantine. <clears throat> Constantine. Yes. Uh, for, for an Emmy win for him. And it was, it was a really, really great performance. I thought he was fantastic. I thought the visual effects uh, were, were pretty good, be it uh, a mix of probably CGI and um, practical. I thought it was really, mm-hmm. really good. And the acting Great performance. Can we do um, a can we do an O snap uh, an O snap drop in right now? What do you got? Do 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 O snap drop in. <laughs> uh, the the I know we haven't covered this show. The She Hulk people should be ashamed of themselves because this is what like convincing CGI can look like. All they had to do was make a person larger and green. They had to take this man's whole face and make it into a shell. And and I, I literally I, I was like, how much of this is practical? Because this looks very like disturbingly convincing. So to mention the we're back, we're back to the full main, body main, shot main podcast. Yeah. Uh, the full body shot that Jesus. they that they had there. That was uh I haven't seen him in other films. I haven't seen him naked. Um, but I'm gonna assume that he's a little heftier than heftier than that. A little more meat on the bones. Uh yeah, yeah he, he is. I can I can I can attest to that. I can't say I've why, but him. yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I got pictures. <laughs> Thank you, Dark Web. So as far How as do you the, think I got to be an extra? As far as the storyline goes, he pretty much infects uh, everything throughout this. Impacts, not infects. Uh, everything throughout this uh, this episode. So what did you like? What did you not like? There's the uh, succession stuff because i have these uh prompts um but i'm curious what stands out to uh to you all i feel like this was the first episode where i felt like he was a good king (laughs) who like made decisions he did something yeah and like i i've i know we talked about it before but i've always felt like he was a good person with a good heart who wanted to keep the peace um but unfortunately that doesn't make you a good leader yeah because he's extremely passive um, but I felt like he was, whatever it was, whether it was a conversation with uh, Rhaenyra or if it was just like him being, you know, knowing that his time is almost up, um, something drove him to actually stand up and like make some decisions and like be clear about those decisions because he hasn't been clear about shit. Um, and so I enjoyed that. And I think it it came out well because of his performance was so big. Everything felt so like so broadway and so like theater um yeah. and yeah I, I i like the fact that he he pulled out his sword and he was i mean his uh dagger and he was like ready to go when when vayman uh you know <laughs> wow. spoke out of turn and uh, i'm sure we'll get to that um yeah. but yeah like he 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 just 
he was a leader um for the first time in in this entire season so um i love the way that it was portrayed and that it was presented to us yeah i think what we saw was this guy knowing that this was this is the end this is my this is my last day and how do i want to go out um uh, i i don't know about you all but i wasn't very surprised the fact you know him showing up at the um the great hall at the and the throne room when they were going over the succession um but when he did it was great it was still a great moment even though um it kind of felt like that was going to be the case um yeah rob i had i had an olfactory hallucination during this episode when they went into his room and there were all the like like uh like incense everywhere mm-hmm. and then you saw him I, my brain invented the smell of that place and i was just like it has to stink so, so bad, bad. Yeah. like so bad in there and you know so that there were just like so many little things about this episode made me go like this this is why i watch this 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 is why i come to this universe this is why this like in terms of fantasy historic it's not historical fantasy whatever we would call this um low fantasy because it's not not definitely not high fantasy it's not Sometimes you know, oh, it's but whatever you're, i think you're getting to nerd voice rob yeah. oh, here <laughs> yeah. we go here we go <laughs> well i like to zag on him um but uh but i think th- there were so many moments in this episode where i was just like god damn this is like this is really well acted this is really well written the the moment um when it was just like, oh my God, that's Viserys' music, and he just bust in the door, and everyone's face was just like, <laughs> oh my God, uh, like high didn't. Oh my God, if, I, I can't, I can't believe that hasn't been cut together yet. That that is just like uh, someone, someone uh, CGI's in just throwing him a beer, but it knocks his crown off. Um, <laughs> The moment when you know the crown falls and it's 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 not humorous. It's you, you pity him and then like he's like he feels a hand on his back and it's just no I'm I'm fine and it's his brother and you're like oh my god like it's so it illustrated so well that like no matter what happened um like they were always brothers they always love each other you're always welcome Damon back in into the fold no matter how long you know or what he did like he did some heinous shit and. He always welcomed him back into the fold. Uh, and and it just, I I think, not to like s- summarize yet, but by the end of this episode, from Viserys' perspective, he did it all right. He fixed everything. He wrapped it all up in a neat little bow. And from his perspective, he, he he's going off. And now, if, if, if he gets to like look down after death and, and observe what's left, he's like, no, fuck. No, that's not what I meant. What? Oh, Jesus. Um, but uh, if he just gets to shuffle off into some other plane of existence where he doesn't get to like tune into what's happening in Westeros, he's like, I did it all. I fixed it. I, I, I mission accomplished. Everything's wrapped up in a neat little bow. But yeah, that that moment of um, I'm not sure. I, so I'm sorry. I'm confused. I'm I'm a little fucked up right now about why we're even talking about settled succession. I was like, <laughs> so <laughs> I, had, I had like a yeah. I had a rap battle reaction to that. I went, <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
I will sit, I will sit the throne today. Climbs up. So what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, so why I, am I even here? Yeah. Who got me out of bed? <laughs> Whose man is this? <laughs> uh, um, just a, a quick bit about the crown moment. That was unscripted. Yeah. No that was, way. That was not a scripted scripted yeah. moment. Uh, that happened. They kept filming. Uh, stayed in character and uh, completed that. Completed I that mean, scene. Sometimes you get little gifts. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit was probably magic on the set. Just like everybody being like, all right, Hank. Oh, no, no, shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Fuck up. Shut up. Just let them fucking do it. Let them. <laughs> um, Reset. No. They, um, you know, I, I think another thing to call out in this episode is that this was like, it, it felt like, you know, again, back to back to old Game of Thrones in terms of like some of the highest drama that we've seen is about a side family succession. Like, you know, the Valerians are obviously very important to this thing, but it's, and like, then there were huge implications. But again, it's just like, it's like, hey, this guy may or may not be dead or he might be sick. And there are a couple people that have claims to his throne or to to the banner of his house or whatever. And we're going to sort this out. And also there's a, there's a lot under the surface of that. Like, um, uh, it, you know, it's, I, I was trying to think there was another thing that happened kind of early in, in the show that was uh, vaguely similar, but I, I can't, uh, I can't remember it, but, but I like, this is also just the kind of like, these are the, this, the moments in game of Thrones where, um, where again, time and space are really nice to have because you get to care about stuff like this and and, and it, you get to think about how it impacts everything, you know? It's like, they were like, they weren't just like, yeah, what do we care? Like, you know, Rhaenyra is gonna be queen. It's like, no, fucking Rhaenyra's second son get, has got to run House Valerian one day. Like, he's gotta inherit. Is it Luce? Yeah. Uh, Lu- Luceris? Yeah. Lucerus has got to run House Valerian one day. And it's like, yo, I don't, like, Renice, like, I don't care what you think. Like, I don't care that you want it for yourself. Like, you do the math. And for uh, Baymond, you know, listen, man, like, yeah, there probably is value at some point, like, hitching your wagon to uh, Alicent and Otto Hightower. But that moment was, you picked the wrong moment. <laughs> Yeah, when Oof, keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just to backtrack a little bit, um, there was the because you, you brought this up a little bit the discussion between Renice and uh, Rhaenyra. Uh, so yeah, she's like, "You go in there. It's it's uh, it's a trap. They're gonna do whatever they're gonna do. I must stand. I'm gonna stand alone." Um, uh, even after being offered uh, the marriage um, to marry her kids to uh, their kids uh, would be mm-hmm. on the table. And I think she said Bela would be Bela would be queen. Yeah. Yes. Make, make her make her the heir or whatever. Um, so then when Viserys comes in and does his thing, he points out uh, Renice. He's like, there's only one person here who knows anything about what the fuck we're even doing here and that's Renice. so what do you got to say so she gets up and i love this moment is like everything she said is true <laughs> you know yeah um as a matter well, of fact 
Yeah, and then, and then also she she says, "Okay, I see where the I see where the thing is." And by the way, I'm gonna make sure I'm she Rhaenyra can't take this back Tiny, now. Yep, yep. My my daughters are betrothed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're all getting married. I, got I love how the kids responded too. Like I love like the fact that uh the girls were just like, Oh yeah, I get to yeah. we get to marry our cousins, and then the boys are like, Yes, they all were all, so excited. Yeah. All yeah. side-eyed each other, all cute and stuff. Yeah, it was great. It's adorable. Cousin love. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Aegon's over here like you 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 want to marry this limp dick fuck? Okay, uh, sure. Tell me how that goes. Uh, anyway, here's my cell phone number. Here's my private raven. Yeah. Uh, so he says, okay, done, finished, new business. We're we're all good here. Uh, and Veyman's like, the fuck we are? <laughs> the fuck we are. Uh, and gets baited into saying it. Damon's half smiling. He's like, come on. You know say you it. want to. Say you know want you wanted to, to say it. Say it. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. And then and then we get like a we get like a Sam Raimi moment of violence here. Like this was this was cartoonish and ultra violent. That's because I mean he overdid it. Like he he took it way too far. He could have just like. He could have been like, everybody knows the truth. Those kids are strongs, whatever. And then left it at that. And like, all right, I'm sorry. Fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, and, yeah. But he had to call Renier a whore. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. just asking to die. You know, in it's open it court. In, yeah. In yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then we got our Bron moment where, you know, where Bron was like, uh, you don't fight with honor. No. He did, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. but the, uh, mm-hmm. when he was just like, he, he can keep his tongue. <laughs> another, another rap battle uh, reaction. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, <clears throat> excuse me. It was cartoonish. It was fantastic. <laughs> and when they showed him on the, on the slab. On the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like put his head together head. like a South Park Canadian. That was a real, that was a super clean cut. That, I mean, that's Valerian steel, that baby. Yeah. yeah, he's got um, he's got the dark he's got sister? the Targaryens. What's it called? Uh, doesn't he have dark sister? Yeah, yeah. dark sister. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, you just uh, they had it apart. They could have easily just. Yeah. Excuse me. He went dark sister, silent sisters, in one move. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, sliced into him, and everybody's just fine with it. I mean, I think if he had just said the bastards, that's that's one thing. But he he George Costanza did it, and it was just like, yeah. and I slept with your wife. <laughs> and I uh, I never wanted <laughs> cigarettes to exist in Westeros more than when um oh god what's her name um uh, Corliss's wife, uh, Renice. 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 I, I I never wanted cigarettes to exist in in Westeros more than when she's like in there and the maester comes and she's like uh, um. The lady, uh, uh, you can you can leave. She's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that on his tongue. <laughs> I was a little surprised. I I guess I guess yeah. I I think I don't know that she had like a disdain for. I guess she did because she was like, well, maybe I'll take over if uh, you know if Corliss is dead, and he was kind of like, nah, it should be me because we well, we know these two aren't aren't real. Um, but uh, but she seemed very pleased, or at least just very satisfied that he that he got it the way he did. But my God, well, I mean, also, it seems let's Corliss also can't be remember dead. that Vaymond. You know, we met him. Corliss and Damon were out in yeah. the step zones. Is that where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fighting, and he was complaining, whining, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. not being helpful. So I imagine that this is just like, look, we all have somebody in our family sure. who not only complains all the time, but clearly wants what we have. Mm-hmm. Sure. And he's complaining about fluoride in the water. And he's like, yeah, yeah you don't drink that, do you? Yeah. And, you know, and then, and then it's also like, um, you probably, you can turn those stakes, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck up. Like, I, I, like I'll, I'll turn I the stakes it. in a second. Did you, put, uh, did you put onion powder in these burgers? I would have, you know, not just me, but uh, adds a little umami. You know, like, shut the fuck up and get off my grill. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely just seems like the type of, of uncle or brother who comes over and is just like, oh, you, oh, you still ain't changed these panels, huh? Mm. Oh, wow. He's <laughs> like, and, and your new girlfriend? Oh. Well done. You know? I, mean, I don't know. You've done like, better. Like, no, uh, <laughs> step the fuck back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think... He's the I, second son. He's very, very bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did like that scene where he's he's on the slab and she's uh, talking to the, the guy and she says... Um, I'm like, no, I'm good. The stranger has visited me more times than I can count and doesn't give a shit whether my <laughs> eyes are open or closed. So she just feels like she's invisible uh, yeah. to all of this shit. And with good reason, everybody, she's been passed over for the the throne. Uh, she's getting, she's looking to get passed over or she's expecting to get passed over, expected to get passed over again for the one that she's been taking Um She's been stewarding for, for now for six years. Um, and I also enjoyed that moment with, uh, I think it was Bela uh, on the th- seat next to her when Vaymon talks. And, he, and she, and I think it was Bela was like, actually, I think my grandma's pretty comfortable here. She looks, she's doing all right. Yeah. So maybe you back off. Yeah. It's also what, like, um, it, it, it's a, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It brings to mind what's going on in King's Landing as well. Like, there's also a situation where a husband is sickly, and a woman is running the show. And I, I'm interested in like, what is the difference between what's happening in the House Valerian and what's happening in? king's landing at this point sure. is it just yeah. is it just the di- like the- if Baymond had been supporting rainice instead of undermining her would you know would rainice because like i'm thinking of like otto and allison here where it's like the high towers like are like they've they're getting the targaryen shit out of there they they're they're putting all this others you know they're, they're bringing the seven back in a major way mm-hmm. um you know nobody seems to be um butting heads with the high towers ruling king's landing i think it's the the blood that is the the major major issue the the other potential blood heirs uh be it aegon uh and then the the known secret about the strongs uh the strong kids yeah so and i think the, yeah. the mapping of those two situations i think was really apparent um, you know, in the throne room, because I think while we were watching, I guess, the trial of or like a decision being made about the Valerians, I think it was also 
um, a moment where I guess indirectly Viserys was like, listen, this is what was agreed upon and this is what's going to happen. And like, I think it was like, all right, well, if, if, you know, somebody was already named as the heir to this throne, that's what it is. And I think he was like, also kind of telling everybody that like, Hey, this is the same shit with my throne. Like I, I, I named my heir a long time ago and we're not, we're not changing that shit. And the thing is like, it also like, if, if they were to come to the conclusion that, um, you know, Lucerus and, and, uh, Jace, Jaceris, whatever, are um, bastards, then that fucks up everything. It fucks yeah, up everything in terms of his, uh, his, you know, lineage and his, um, and Rhaenyra being able to actually legitimately take the throne. So yeah. I think they were absolutely kind of talking about both without talking about both in that moment. It was a dry run. It was for sure a dry mm-hmm. run of just like, and the only thing that saved it, it it's basically like a conflict deferred, right? Because the only thing that saved it was uh, Viserys's intervention at the last second. You know, it was, uh, yeah. so now we're going to see what happens when that really, you know, we're going to see first blood this next next week for Definitely. sure. Definitely. Um, I think, uh, and and that's just it now. Like the prologue's over. Like, I almost feel like this next episode is going to be like, it's, it might feel like a pilot again. You know, we're going to, we have to table set again because we're in a totally new situation now. We're not going to, we're not going to have a time jump, um, but we're, we're, we're probably going to see a closed door, uh, you know, scramble to like, let's get our shit together because no one outside of this room knows that he's dead yet. So we need to have this in place and like what we're doing and, and make sure we get everybody. This is just based off the, um, the trailer. Um, it's going to be a little bit like the, uh, the mad men episode where they all, uh, where they start a new company. Yeah. 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 Uh, there are two other points I have here that I don't want to skip over. Uh, and that is the dinner with everybody. Uh, which, again, really, really great scene. Very clear that he is the one that's holding them all together. A great performance by uh, Patty Considine through, throughout this. Um, there is that moment with, with his speech. Uh, you have a couple of them. You have, first, I think it was Rhaenyra getting up and toasting Alicent. And giving a, a heartfelt, truthful uh, toast and kudos to her and thanks uh, for everything that that she's done. I'm, I've been away, you've been here, and you've been very helpful and supportive. Now then, it kind of goes back and forth a little bit, and then the toast kind of devolve from <laughs> from. Just there. had to order pig. Just <laughs> yeah. had to order pig. Couldn't have had yeah. venison that night. Couldn't have had uh, mutton. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. had to order pig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that that scene so much too, and I I think like kudos to Renera again, like for just being the bigger person again, because this isn't the first time where she's tried to, you know, patch things up on her end and be like, look, I'm cool, we're cool, like if you're cool, I'm cool. Let's just fucking just squash this thing and um and keep our house together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this is the first time where Allison was like, you know what, damn, like you know what, that was actually pretty nice. You know, and yeah. I, you know, and her response just seemed like a mix of shock and and just kind of almost relief. Yeah, and so it, yeah, it was. It was nice genuine. to see. Yeah. Well, it was. It was. Um, it was kind of this thing of like, 
uh, you know, okay, I'm going to trust you. Everyone's telling me that the whole reason that she's supposedly the whole reason she's doing it, it's not about power. It's about saving her kid's life because she's been told from her dad forever that if Rhaenyra takes the throne, she is going to have her, she's going to have Allison's kids killed because they are the threat to her kids succession. I don't know that I believe that that's the case. Maybe it is. Maybe what? Maybe if Rhaenyra does take the throne, and people get in her ear, you know, over time while she's ruling, she realizes like, yeah, it feels like when I die, shit's gonna pop off. So a- Aegon is giving people so many other reasons to kill him. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the talk other about thing that, is, right? I mean, he literally raped somebody. <laughs> like, let's yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. Should we get into that? Or? I mean, we yeah, we I, I feel like we can't gloss over yeah. it. Like, well, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I shit. just wanted to make sure. I want to make sure we want to get into that or continue with the conversation. <laughs> oh, so yeah, no, <laughs> we can. You, but since should we do a quick diversion? Yes, Let's and, quick. Yeah, acknowledge and 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 condemn. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, I you know, I mean, I I just I just just like Aegon's been nothing but terrible. Yeah, like and he doesn't want to be king. And he doesn't want to be king and like, and he's, but I mean, he's just been terrible and Alicent is done with him. And like, yeah. you know, I, this is, you know, again, this is like, and I think we'll get into this more um, in the, uh, with the, the final scene, the misconnection or whatever. Um, but like, like, First of all, just like what a fucking brutal scene. Like, um, and I think like Olivia Cook's really, I mean, a really terrific actor because um you could feel how I I, I felt that it was very clear that she hated what she was doing mm-hmm. as she was doing it, but also felt the need to do it. Um, and I think that there's like I, I think that there's just like like I I'm somebody who's like, what is the purpose of of this moment, um, you know, in the show? And the one thing that kind of comes to me is like, they're trying to show that like, A, like, you know, like, Allison might just be just as happy to be free of all of this as, as anything. Um, and also that Allison is you know, we know that these two sides are about to start, you know, fucking popping off. And Alicent is about to be like, uh, aggressively, assertively, like fighting for somebody to be king that she knows is a fucking yeah. piece of shit. Uh, and that's probably gotta be, it's gotta be hard on her. And like, but also, I don't know, maybe it's not because I, I think like still m- my flaw with this show is that the other side it, like I was just reading a quote somebody saying um you know uh he's like you know you you know you're watching good drama when both people both sides of an argument uh are right or are making good points and on this one it's just like I'm like okay like who's the good person like who's the good who's the person on the on the high tower, you know, side of things, on the Allison side of things, the greens, that you're like, I like. 
Like yeah, Lane like, is the most likely. Yeah, Lena, Lane is the character. only good person on this yeah. on that team. And they pay her no mind. She's right. out here spitting prophecies left and right, and they're just like, "Oh, shut up!" I'm yeah, shut she's up. weird. Just trying to take, just trying to figure out where, uh, who's taking care of her kids. Yeah, what would you make of that hug? Well, that was that was the like, thank God for you hug, right? Like, thank God you're a decent kid because mm. this kid's no son of mine. The other one's starting to get, you know, yeah. shifty. <laughs> I think it was that and also like you don't deserve this because yeah, she I, was in the blind and like yeah. she's married to this, this piece of shit. Oof, you know what I mean? So she yeah. so who knows what I, what she has to deal with on a nightly basis. And she kind of alludes to it like, oh, you know, at the table when, you know, I guess when they're talking about when everybody's doing their toast and she's like, you know, she congratulates, uh, you know, the people who are about to get married. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's it's you know you mostly don't get paid attention to unless he's drunk and so like that kind of connection is like all right maybe he does some filthy shit when he's drunk to his mm. sister mm-hmm. yeah it was it was awful it was you know yeah it's always the question of like if you're going to go to this extreme like what purpose is it serving and please don't just let it be another instance of like motivating the male lead like i need to go on my mission because this person i care about was raped like so it wasn't that you know, for sure. Um, it's, but it's, it's, it's still a, uh, you know, and it was handled in this way of like, uh, from Allison's perspective of, I still need to clean up after this fucking mess. So like, here's a bag of gold and, and, and plan T and, uh, you know, cause I don't think, I think there was some speculation that she was poisoning, that that was poison. I don't think it was that. I don't think so. Um, yeah. you, know, you know, there's always, you know, internet speculation is whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I, you know, it, it it was definitely a this this guy does not want the throne. You acknowledge that he doesn't have the throne. I think there were two moments in the in the show, but that, that you're absolutely right, David, about like he that she's probably would be just as relieved. So you get the moment of that where she's like, "This guy's totally unfit," and and I acknowledge that. I don't. I, she said, "You're no son of mine," <clears throat> and then the throne room where she's kind of like, "Well, fuck." Now it's you know if we were going to do it, we can't do it now. And then everything goes out the window right at the end when well, you know, that, we have this. The, I'm sorry. The, the third moment was when, at the dinner after they make up and she says to Rhaenyra, yeah, you will make a fine queen, something yeah. along those yeah. lines. That was the moment where she like acquiesced and was like, okay, yeah. you know what? I, please just don't kill my kids. But like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we lost yeah. this one, but I'm going to trust that you're going to be decent. You seem like you're decent, but those two moments was what brought her to that final like acceptance. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the undone. you know, you, you, you get, you, uh, you get a little, uh, misinter, uh, 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 mixed communication. And, uh, and here we are, we're about to pop off for, for, for two decades. real quick quick, um last thing on my end in terms of just um you know everything that um you know that that occurred in that situation i think that just the rape and um just like sexual violence against women and everything like that i feel like it's handled so much better in this show oh yeah than in the original and i think obviously having women directing and women uh writing and just being in the um just like in positions of power in terms of creative has just made such a difference because like we don't need to see that shit we don't we didn't like i and i'm glad we didn't see that scene 
Um, everything yeah. was alluded to, and I felt like it was just handled with care and just handled in a in a um, in a in a very effective way. I think everybody, yeah. you know, we we see this character and we know we that he's it. a piece of shit. Yeah, we get yeah. it. You know, we don't need yeah. to see him in action. So amazing! Uh, shout out to them. Some uh, woman identifying creatives behind the scenes can do mm -hmm. to make a you know uh, to make things a little more uh, less a little le less gratuitous. Mm -hmm. You know, where I think the original series had a lot of gratuity to it. You know, if, they, if there's a big, you know, uh, strike against it, so, so many plot points were felt gratuitous. And, and to be fair, like so many plot points in the source material felt gratuitous it were written a long time, you know, not a long time ago, cosmically speaking, uh, but, um, you know, certainly seen with different eyes now in, in 2022 and even back when it first, you know, came out in the, the mid 2010s um but uh but moving in you know moving in a better direction i think certainly in terms of just telling a telling a story this this show feels better at what it's trying to do than game of thrones did even um you know we might not have hit the high highs that some parts of some episodes and seasons of game of thrones did but like we are starting off much better like it, it lessons yeah. have been learned and basically this series is if it if it falls off now like you you've got no one but yourself to blame like you know what to do right and and they're so far so good so far yeah, so most of my mostly uh, great favorite episodes of game of thrones now that i think about it are mostly battles the red wedding things like that this didn't have those it had people almost getting violent it had you know goofy head slice for sure um but welcome to uh, stage goofy head, <laughs> goofy slice. head slice yeah <laughs> back from his tour um yeah but this one was just a lot of emotion it was all it was a lot of acting uh great writing things portrayed well we talked about the assault there uh, and that was that story was told to us through three good performances of the actors mm -hmm. that were involved um so yeah um, I want to skip to, not skip to, but we're at the the end um, before I get to the prophecy. Um, David, what are your qualms with how this ended? Um, my qualms with how this ended is that we are now about to watch a war unfold because Allison misheard Viserys. And I'm like, like, I, I guess how I feel is that um, this, this episode, like, just for it to be undone by, by that, it just feels very, like, chancy. Um like super chancy and super convenient for the sake of the plot um and like i almost would like i i just would have preferred if it was more driven by characters wants and desires as opposed to like you know a you know then 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 by uh, then by just like this chance like you know essentially uh 
Allison putting her ear up to the wall and hearing, you know, hearing something and not knowing how to interpret it. You know, and like to me, like you can get away with that in the first episode of something where it's like somebody hears a prophecy and they and they make want to make meaning out of it and they don't know what that meaning is. But like we now have like nine episodes of like of evidence of this thing. And it's like so for like her to suddenly like make this jump, I mean, it's like it just I don't know, it feels like a little bit it feels it feels contrived i disagree um i felt that things were well laid out and built to that moment um between viserys condition uh him being confused him mistaking people unsure of who he's talking to at times uh throughout the uh the episode um and then having that conversation with uh rhaenyra um, picking up at that point where he's mistaking her, uh, Allison for Rhaenyra, um, uh, and the the words that he he gave her, like there, like that's his one and his he, he from his perspective, his one and his need is like, please, this like this this I'm done, I'm I'm checking out tonight. So my final wish is that you make this happen. He just can't get all of those words out. Uh, and from Allison's perspective, she thinks that on his deathbed this is his last wish like i fucked up aegon he's the one he's gotta unite the realm she's not even hearing prophecy shit she's hearing like i mistakenly chose rhaenyra for for this role it's aegon he's gonna unite the kingdom you gotta make this happen do you understand yes i understand even though she doesn't understand anything uh so i think that there is a lot a lot there um maybe it's not enough maybe it's not enough for uh, yeah. there but it, it was enough for me i'm like somewhere in between the two of you because uh, I, I feel like for allison yeah right um yeah for for Rainier, i mean for uh allison to not take into consideration that he's high off his off his ass right he's literally about to die um he's not in his right state of mind he just in front of everyone re- like told everybody what he wanted and he was like actually awake and kind of clear about it um i feel like that was like he he was very i don't know the the opportunity to kind of like go back on that um has passed and i for her not to like consider like all right he's just losing it maybe it's the drugs yeah maybe it's the drugs that i gave him and that i've been giving him for the past six years um yeah, that kind of to me is like, uh, at least use some context clues, at least like think twice about it. But at the same time, because of everything that all of the seeds that are already planted in her head and everything that's already there, I think she was just waiting. There's a part of her that was just waiting for a reason to go back on on her yeah. kind of giving up. And like, and it also makes me wonder, even if that moment didn't happen, she indicated that she was like, she quit and she was ready to um to kind of just go with Rhaenyra being you know queen and everything like that but I wonder how Otto would have handled it I feel like he wouldn't have given up and he would have found a reason to get back on track with his plan um so yeah yeah I mean we probably would have gotten to the to the point anyway but um 
Yeah, I think for dramatic effect, it worked. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be very easy to not... I, I like the moment, but I also do see um, how easy it could have been in the next episode to find him dead, and then, okay, everybody, let's spring into action and change this shit, <laughs> you know? Oh, we got this thing here from... I think it was David or, or Rob last week, like, oh, we got this signed thing here from the king, uh, and Aegon's now now the heir. Um, so yeah. I can see, I, see all that. I think... Um, I'm curious what uh, I don't think this is spoilers, but from the, what I know of the book, is because it's already happened. In the book, there is no interaction with Alicent and uh, Viserys uh, at the end. There's no like miscommunication. It's just Viserys dies, and Alicent goes, "Okay, uh, let's let's go." Um, I I like the show's choice to do this better. It, it gives it makes Allison a little more three-dimensional of a of a character where like you know maybe you are just going off your what you thought were your late husband's dying dying wish um but this is this is my this is my thing is that like it's like we just saw her pay a girl off pay a rape victim off like Mm. it's like like they're like her fucking cycloptic son started a fight with his cousins right when the uh, like the kid's literally wearing a fucking eye patch like this is like this is the evil group like this is the are we the baddies group you know and like i have no doubt that war is going to turn both of these groups into awful 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 people but like they're like if they're trying to turn this into something where it's like, where it's like, oh, like we, uh, we, sh- you know, you should be rooting for Allison's family. They're doing a bad job. I mean, the kids look like the fucking Lannister children. Like yeah. it's, it, it's <laughs> oh, like there's sorry. nothing there in terms of like, oh, we, like we care about them. Like, like there's, there's, they're, they're not balancing that. If that yeah. if that's what they're trying to go for, and so for them to then do this move at the end that goes, oh, you know what, you know what, um, we, you know, we understand Alicent a little bit better. She misunderstood Viserys, you know. All you know, he didn't what? change his tune. He didn't change his tune for what <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> what? what he didn't <laughs> he didn't change his tune for twenty years, Jackie, and then on his deathbed. He says something that's barely intelligible, and now that's what we're gonna riff off of. Like, yeah, it's like I'd rather Allison not change her tune. I Fair. feel you. Yeah, that's Fair. that's valid. I think. Oh, I want I want to just enter into just because it, it directly refers to this uh, this edition of Katie's Corner, uh, the part of the the podcast within a podcast where my wife chimes in through me. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, she, by the way, we've never the seen these like, messages. We've never heard any of this stuff out of Katie's mouth. So no, for all we know, this you is have to trust me. Pretending. You have to trust me. You just have to trust me. She's she's fine. She's safe. She's you know she's alive and well. But this is her speaking through me. Um, she said like she's like I feel like we're I feel like they want us to like kind of be able to just like they're trying to make it like oh which side's good which you know. But at the same time, like you made all of the one side look like the Malfoys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, exactly. And like they're all dressed in Slytherin garb too. Like they're green, they're dark greens and shit. And, and so like, you know, and uh, you know, they're getting the villain at it for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 very true. I I uh you might have you might have in, in one sentence swayed me where it might have just been better if um you know, if it was just more 
more malicious where that that didn't happen there is no misunderstanding um i also get agita from when i was a little kid whenever something happens in a show i like and there's like um either somebody's framed or there's a misunderstanding that causes turmoil i'm like no but i but me the viewer i know what's true <laughs> like, well, i get, I get anxiety law and order columbo oh my god it's, <laughs> i mean like this this episode like what i was all i was thinking about was in that part in romeo and juliet where juliet like sends a letter to romeo and somehow uh he doesn't get the message from Juliet before he gets message that Juliet has uh, faked her death. And so he goes rushing back to like, y'all know the part I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's the crux of the story. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's the crux of the story. And the whole thing, like basically like hinges on (laughs) hinges on like a kind of silly fuck up. And like, yeah, like I know that that's what like that's like all of Romeo and Juliet is all about. Yeah. Romeo's a hothead and stuff like that. But like, it, it it's just like it also is like I would like I don't know like even though the show has magic and stuff like that, like I I just hate when it becomes like fate or something or just fucking random chance like this. I'm gonna reserve my final judge. I I enjoyed it. Um, and I get it, and I found my reasons for for liking it um, that I believe were legitimately planted in there. Um, but I'll reserve my final judgment on it until next week when we see how those moments are put into place, the, the aftermath, I think. Uh, I want to move on to the final point I had, and that is the in-passing prophecy from uh, Helena. Uh, and it's at the dinner, I think it was, right? Beware the beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. the boards. It was literally it's... right before she did her toast. She like couldn't kind of like mm-hmm. whispered it, and then she was like, "Well, you know, I want to give a toast to so and so." Yeah, uh, and I think it was something around. Yeah, there was it was right around there, and there was other um, good. It was like good vibes. There was good things that were happening overall. Um, and she says, "Beware the beast beneath the boards," which I think is referring to Laris. Uh, I mentioned last week how there the internet kind of thinks that he is a green seer and a warg, um, and that he is the he is the rat that's going around. Um, so as everybody here right now is kind of agreeing to do all these, you know, to get along, um, that she's going to be the great king. So I feel like Laris is going to play an even bigger part in tearing oh, that all apart. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a good point, because I think I think if if what sparks, um, I guess, yeah, if if what sparks like the the tension or I guess re-sparks the tension or um, makes Allison kind of fully go back to, you know, full heel, um, if that is because of Laris, as opposed to just the prophecy, then I I do agree with you, Mike, I I would feel much better about that whole moment. Um, That's what I yeah yeah i think he's gonna be laris feels like he could be like like varus and Littlefinger like smushed together <laughs> plus bran so fun. like he, he seems like he's got a lot of uh a lot of talent for this yeah i think that um cloak okay. and dagger shit yeah I, I think that would also satisfy my like my feeling of just generally like let's like 
like like it, it like if some like a you know it's like somebody dying unexpectedly changing the calculus of something like so laris interfering is so much different than like a miscommunication mm-hmm. in my opinion like where it's just like okay this shit went left like you know same way that like uh you know Kristen cole beating that guy to death you know probably affected the you know what was going on in the you know probably affected the history of 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 things uh, mm-hmm. Both his own history and uh, and like Rhaenyra's. Yeah. I have one more small question, and then we'll hit winners and losers and call it a night. And that is, do you think Allison realized that when she walked away, he was dying like this? He was dead. She blew out the candle, said, I understand, and then left. No, I don't think so. This was just another, he's been like this for a while kind of thing. Yeah, he's probably about to fall asleep. I think she probably thought that he was falling asleep. And, you know, I don't think she heard him call out, you know, my love. Yeah. You know, to his other wife. Um, But yeah, I I don't don't think she she was there for all that. I, I think that he was still probably moving a little bit. Mm. Maybe making some faint noises. And she was like, you know what? I got you. Let me go think about this or let me go talk to my dad so y'all feel that this viserys that was in bed is he's just been kind of like that a lot yeah and this this was no different okay all right i'll move on yeah because he had she had just given him some uh some of the the some of the milk yeah some of that juice (laughs) and drank (laughs) (laughs) poppy drank (laughs) poppy spelled p-a-p-i (laughs) <laughs> big, milk of a big poppy <laughs> all right winners and losers uh rob who do you feel lost uh who i feel lost um yeah. well if i'm just going by this episode uh Which i is think what we do. but i mean like i can't speculate it's because of what right. happened in this episode gotcha. That, you know going forward um i'm gonna go with uh i mean i mean it's uh it's it's uh what's his name uh (laughs) vaymond it's vaymond yeah (laughs) right i'll get in i'll get in first sorry that's the easy one Mm -hmm. you know my man my man got turned into god damn it david that was so fucking funny he got turned into uh like david said uh south park canadian yeah (laughs) pac-man um (laughs) David, loser. Um, I mean, I I don't think I have a uh, a different one than Vayman. <laughs> it was so, and I don't want I don't want to like yeah I don't want to pre-assign losers for what is to come. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I I will second uh, uh, Vayman, and I'll also um, I'll also add to that that uh, is it um, Jace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jace was trying so hard to have a nice time, and uh, <laughs> and his cousin came at both of his cousins yeah. came after him really hard. I was just like, he was like, "Well, this is nice. We uh, we're gonna get married. This seems yeah. really great." She was like, "Yeah, it really does seem great. Oh, great, this is great." Yeah, uh, and it was also funny to see <laughs> seeing the difference in like talent between like Aegon and uh, Amond, where. 
it's like Aegon is like, oh, like you don't know how to use that dick of yours. And he's like, yo, if you're what is what does uh Clubber Lang say in uh in Rocky Three? He's like to you remember at the beginning of Rocky Three, he says to uh Adrian, he's like, he's like, it's like if you're if you ever looking for a real man or something like that, <laughs> yeah. come by me, I'll show you. And yeah. Rocky's like, You son of a bitch, I'll fucking kill you. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's like a a a a Aegon tried that. And and uh, Jace just kind of like gives him that little punch. That I loved I, that I moment. That such a, I thought that was such a lovely, uh, such a lovely play. How they how they handled that. I thought that was so um, really good direction, really good acting. Yeah. Um, but then and then uh, Amond is like, oh, you want to know how to make a cousin fucking upset? Like, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Draw four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you're. Loser is Veymond and uh, and Jace. A, 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 so and my Jace side loser time. is Jace. Just <laughs> Jace my, is my fun, my my little Ooh. fun highlight. Sure, uh, Marsley. Um, I guess without repeating that, I I guess and and also taking into context that we're just talking about this episode and not uh, what's to come. I would say Otto Otto Hightower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I think this is the most definitive that Viserys has been in terms of just shooting down the idea of um of Aegon becoming the king and like that whole plan that's 20 like a couple decades um you know in, in preparation uh, it, it's been shot down and it seems like in that moment it's completely done and it's like all right we're this is the direction that we're going in and you know it's it's completely it's it's a wrap so um I'll say Otto looked defeated there's a there again we talk about the um the acting uh, across the board but i i think in these last couple episodes there's been a lot of just non-verbal acting that has been like superb as well and i think yeah, otto yeah. showing that he just like was defeated um in a couple of shots was um was pretty poignant so i'll say yeah. otto. when viserys walked in all of them just were like yeah, he's like, I was just, I was just, uh, I was just keeping your chair warm. Uh, I'll, I'll go sit back there where I'm supposed to yeah. sit. I'll sit. It's always a today. fucking ugly look when, Feel when like grace. the non-king is, uh, is sitting in the when somebody who's not king is sitting in the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, yeah, I definitely had Vaymond, um, but I think I'll go with, uh, although not a loser. But somebody who definitely lost the week is Diana, the servant girl, for obvious reasons. And winner, Marsley? Uh, winner, I'll say Viserys Targaryen. Yeah. Because he, in his mind, he he did everything that he wanted. Like, his entire life came down to this big decision and this big moment and this dinner, really. Um and he finally, like, one of his last moments was seeing, you know, his grandkids and his kids, like, dancing and playing and, you know, just being joyful. And everybody, just Allison and um, and Rainier were just like, all right, let's, let's squash this thing for good. And in his mind, he was like, all right, I did the thing and I'm good. Like, I can die now. And, um, yeah. yeah, I think he died happily and obviously has no idea what happened as soon as he left <laughs> that room gosh. but you know his ghost will be mad but he's a winner so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. david um i i'm gonna go with rhaenyra here um also just to call out like you know one thing i think that's interesting is that you know this is 
um, uh, Patty Considine did incredible job. Um, but I think, I think what's funny to me is that like, he only gets to do what he did today because he did such a fine job over the last eight episodes as well. Yeah. Um, you know, showing his softer side, showing his temperamental side, you know, showing all of like, I mean, he was real, like, I think it was a lot of the small moments um, where he really, where he made this moment feel like an absolute high point for this king, right? You know, we'd seen all of this from him and we were just sitting there going, oh, if you could only be decisive, if you could only mm. be strong, like you're so smart, you're so loving. We just want to see you use, uh, like use your power and, you know, be forceful. Like, and so I, I like, it was just a, it was a wonderful catharsis on the groundwork that he laid over the last eight episodes. So I'm sure this is going to be his Emmy winning episode, but to me, it's, it's, it was eight episodes of Emmy winning and one episode of Emmy collecting. Um, that said, I, I also want to give a big shout out to um, Emma Darcy, because I think that Emma Darcy is fucking killing it. And yeah, they, I thought they're that, doing it. They're doing incredible. And I, I thought that that scene uh, at, at Viserys's bedside where Rhaenyra was like, if you want this for me, yeah. you defend like, you know, it reminded me a little bit of like uh, some of the stuff that they give uh, Viola Davis a lot to like <laughs> they defend me. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but it was, I, I thought it was, I thought she did a wonderful uh, job. Uh, they did a wonderful job in that scene. And, um, and I, and, and I, I think that like Rhaenyra to me is the winner. I mean, I, it's a, it's going to be a short lived win, but like, uh Rhaenyra's at the beginning of this episode it almost felt like Rhaenyra was like I don't even know like like what like am I gonna be queen did I you know you know I, I don't even know if I want this like I don't even know like am I do I really have the stomach to fight for all of this and uh Rhaenyra's um claim was affirmed uh it was, you know, it was just, you know, everything, all those questions that were flying around her head were answered. And so um, I, I think Rhaenyra is the winner. Drop. Yeah, those were my two. Um, so I'm going to stretch it here and go Amond. Um, just from a pure, um, like, badass standpoint, I think he is just, He's going to bed tonight feeling like, yeah, I did it. I mm. really made a, I, I'm the coolest guy at the dinner. <laughs> like he, he, uh, he, he's going to obviously be a major player, um, kind of the, um, the foil and, and almost like, I think some other uh, internet, you know, videos or or podcasts I've listened. I, I don't know where to source this. I heard it somewhere, but I totally like immediately agree with it that there might have even been a look that Damon looks at him and goes, Are you sure you're not my kid? Like did I forget? Yeah. Did I because they are so 
obviously counterparts to each other on 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 both sides of the greens and the blacks that uh yeah, there was like two moments where they kind of like glanced at each other and david looks like okay i'll see you yeah, yeah, see yeah. you young blood yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, there's something building there for sure and and it's just uh he's a very competent you know as as you know he'd also be a shitty king but he's he'd be a different kind of shitty king than his brother um, but he's obviously much more capable of a warrior of uh, you know a shrewd tactician, just kind of across the board, he's proven himself time and time again. And tonight was kind of the uh, the like, oh, our moms might be cool, we are not cool. Mm. Like you know, so he's he's going to bed tonight, kind of ready for whatever's coming next. Yeah, he's the true blood of the dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. And he's got the biggest one. Yeah, are we talking about yeah. dragons or? No, I was talking about his penis. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about him. <laughs> uh, my winner is uh, Renice, who got a pretty sweet deal through through all of this. Um, aside from the dead husband, See, there's uh, no way he's dead. We need to maybe real quick. There's no way he does not die off screen. He was three I don't days even think away. He's gonna die. Yeah, I, I think we're going to see him see him again. They yeah, were basically but, uh, like, he's coming home. We just don't know if he's going to be sick. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got sniffles, and we don't know how bad it is. <laughs> her kids are getting married. Uh, her granddaughter, I was a granddaughter. Uh, yeah, is going mm-hmm. to be, you know, quote unquote, going to be uh, on the throne. So she made yep. out pretty well within this episode. Again, mm-hmm. probably none of that's going to happen. And yeah, and they got they got drift marks still in the fam. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, Luceris could be a winner within there as well. Although last week he said he didn't want it because everybody be dead, and that's starting to turn out to be the case. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Oops. Uh, thank you, Marcy. Uh, thank you, Rob. Thank you, David. Uh, thank you, Tropical Needs and ZG yes, uh, from Florida uh, for the reviews. Uh, go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, or email us at srmpodcast at xroadscomedy.com, and you'll be entered to win that prize on the final episode, which is now just two episodes away, episode nine, episode 10, and we'll be back. Was this Tyler. only episode eight? Yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, let me rest. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye. I'm like having a goddamn heart attack every week.